on this episode of Why Watch That. I mean, Chris Evans grates the nerves. And I'm not even going to get into Reggae Jean Page's unintentional comedy. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I mean, from Bridget into this, I keep laughing at this dude. Is this like Wu-Tang, the saga? No. Stop it. <laughs> but things are about to change after she encounters, or reconnects, I should say, with Mia, her friend from high school who has baby daddy problems and an OnlyFans thirst trap account to supplement her other ways to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to hold for the oldest profession. If you want to be teased with action and spurts and plenty of questions without answers as a faint for laborious conversations shoved into the mouths of a few wonderful actors and other actors who are pretty good, you'll get more than you can stand from the old man. I'm old. I am ugly. I embarrass you. You are ashamed of me. You are ashamed. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to Why Watch That, your guide to the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. We're on a quest to go from channel to channel, platform to platform, and festival to festival to help you figure out what you want to watch. We do all the work so you don't have to. So get ready for some unexpectedly candid and entertaining reviews that will help you answer the ultimate question, Why Watch That? Welcome to another episode of Why Watch That. I am Brandy, the producer, joined by uh, the critic Chauncey. Hey, <laughs> how's it going? It's going good, critic. How's it going with you? Pretty good. And we have an announcement to make, right, to all of our wonderful podcast listeners. What is that? Yeah, Brandy, tell us. What is if that? you have not heard, we are also available on YouTube now. YouTube meaning video, and not the old YouTube like we used to just have like pictures of the show with the podcast playing but you get to see the people behind the podcast the people you mean you and me (laughs) (laughs) okay so yeah check us out everybody also on our site you can watch the video you can watch us yeah so what do they need to watch now producer tell us what are we starting with um, what are we starting with as far as, um, oh yeah, we are going to talk about um, movie, a movie by the name of The Gray Man. Now, if you guys haven't heard about The Gray Man, um, maybe you've been under a rock. I've even seen advertisements and heard about The Gray what? Man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I barely watched anything live, so I was like, whoa, okay, interesting. Um, and if you don't know, fun fact. This movie actually has um, the highest budget um, for a Netflix movie to date. So critics want to let us know if it's worth the hype, if it's worth the budget, mm. and who should be watching. Mm. Yeah, $200 million. Wow. So, okay, here's what happens. Ryan Gosling takes Billy Bob Thornton's offer to become a secret assassin for the CIA. Mm -hmm. 
in order to get out of prison. And then he finds himself in a conspiracy, of course. I mean, you know, that he has to get to the bottom of by fighting and double-crossing, double-crossers and babysitting. Look at this. Here's the trailer. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What do you know about the Sierra program? Reckless mystery men you guys send in when you can't officially send anyone else. The gray men. Lloyd. They got an urgent locate and destroy. That could be fun. The man's got some street cred. I mean, my ego's a little bruised. They have something they really want. What's your gut? It's gonna be my funeral you're going to next. You wanna make an omelet? You gotta kill some people. You must be Lloyd. What gave it away? The trash dash. It just, it leans Lloyd. so big on your boy's head that even his most loyal allies won't hesitate to drop a dime. Every grade A wet team from here to Rachel will be vying for the prestige of killing the infamous Sierra Six. I can kill anybody. Maybe not anybody. random before you get in um so every time i see billy bob thornton i can't help but to think about sling blade it's hard for me to think about <laughs> to think about anything other than sling blade carl put mustard on them biscuits i just can't past that but anyway now he's evolved to the great man okay how am i gonna segue out of that i mean <laughs> now i'm thinking about sling blade how dare you how dare you <laughs> live no Live. <laughs> I love Sling Blade. Very good producer. Hey, everybody, if you have not watched Sling Blade, you've got to see Sling Blade. And yes. then watch The Apostle. Yes. Yes. Genesis. Exodus. Okay, let's come back to this. So in that trailer, you saw a whole bunch of people. Who did we see? Because as they told you, this is coming to us from the Russo brothers, uh, co-written by joe russo christopher marcus stephen mcfeely okay great um we also have that huge cast list which is why it costs 200 million dollars it's not for the effects it's just to pay these actors so ryan gosling as i mentioned is sierra six his handler is billy bob's character chris evans is you know the sarcastic person who's after him wisecracking fool anna plays a cia agent that 
teams up with him or doesn't. What's going on there? We have Reggae Jean Page's character who's like in charge. How? You'll find out. And as they said, Alfred Woodard pops up as whom? And so on and so forth. Wagner Mora. All right. So that's who that was. Now, let's get to this review. We all know that the Russo brothers know how to film action. They showed it in the trailer. They've done four major Marvel movies. Some of the most major ones. And that's this movie's strength, of course, because they have style. I will give it to them. I like their style. But they need to let things land from beat to beat. After all the work that goes into these action sequences, give us a moment to breathe, to digest it. Then we can really appreciate it. For example, after Gosling is forced out of a plane mid-flight without a parachute. Have we seen that before? <laughs> the resolution would have worked really well if they didn't cut the moment short and get to the next scene. It's like, wait a minute, that just, hold on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another example is the way they dispense with Matt Wagner Mora's character. It was beyond anticlimactic. I mean, he was doing all this work to create this character. And I was like, that's it? And it's stuff like that that makes it hard to grab a hold of anything that's going on. Nothing really settles. It lacks punctuation. Plus the humor. It doesn't land quite right. You might have a mild chuckle here or there or an outright laugh at some of the more ridiculous lines, like laughing at it. But is that what this really needs? I mean, Chris Evans grates the nerves. And I'm not even going to get into Reggae Jean Page's unintentional comedy. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> just, I mean, from Bridget into this, I keep laughing at this dude. Why not just take this seriously is my question. Regardless, the main question for viewers is this. Will you care that everything outside the action could use some milk of magnesia? Remember that producer, Mom? Yes. <laughs> they need to they need to loosen stuff up in this movie. <laughs> Old school. No, do you youngest know about Bob Milka Magnesia? Y'all know Milka Magnesia. Now, yeah. actually, the best thing, producer, outside the action is the stuff with Gosling and Anna. Mm -hmm. But they have the script to contend with. Mm -hmm. uh, Billy Bob and Alfrey are good, too, which is no surprise. But, well, you'll see. Uh, furthermore, reportedly, this is breaking news. They are going to turn this into a film fra franchise based on the book series, but this movie doesn't seem worth all of that. From mm -hmm. what I can tell as well, fans of the books probably aren't going to get what they would want from it anyway. But this is Netflix after all, so sequel, here we go. Yeah. Uh, will I watch a sequel? Maybe. Just for the action. Mm -hmm. uh, so with that said, regardless, in short, this is so, so one-time viewing. If you want to see a low-impact amalgamation of Jason Bourne, Mission Impossible, and John Wick. I mean, look, heck, why not add in the Matrix, Matrix of James Bond, Man on Fire, whatever else you can find. All in a movie that moves along and fits and starts. So if you're cool with that, just as I did, watch it and move on with life. Move, move, move on out of my life. Right, let's have another song. <laughs> I said move. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So we're gonna move on out of the movie section of the conversation. But wait a minute, producer. Would oh, you, you watch this? You saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. You have an account. Yeah. Would I you like, check this I out? like action movies. I, I I turn it on. This this seems like a, a easy lift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff blowing up, people running and shooting. There's some, you know, underground mission happening. Yes. Totally, I'm down. Cool. Yeah, especially in the summer. I'm like, come on, this is what we want this time of year. All right, publicist. All right. <laughs> you want a payroll? <laughs> I got all that two hundred million coming over here. <laughs> Tell us what's next, you crazy. <laughs> All right, so we're going to head on into the TV series premieres. Um, and we have a TV series premiere brought to us by HBO Max um, called Rap-ish. Well, you know, it's not called Rap-ish, but we're trying to keep this show family friendly. So we And they do, too. They're trying to put like a reverse, you know, exclamation point for the eye. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, critic, uh, what is Rap-ish? And um, who's watching this? Should we watch it? Is this like Wu-Tang, the saga? No. Stop it. (laughs) No. (laughs) This is from Issa Rae. So here we go. Got it. Right? So some people going, oh, okay, Issa Rae. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And it stars um, Aida Osman and Chameleon, Mm -hmm. who was in like Love and Hip Hop or something, one of them seasons. Okay. I thought it was Chameleon there, but okay, Chameleon. Got it. Yeah, Chameleon. All right. Okay. So, okay, look, all right. We're in Miami, and Shauna is a conscious or semi-conscious rapper who works as a hotel receptionist. Mm -hmm. She's fed up with trying to do the music thing. But things are about to change after she encounters or reconnects, I should say, with Mia, her friend from high school who has baby daddy problems and an OnlyFans thirst trap account to supplement her other ways to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. I'm getting too old for the oldest profession. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting tired and too slow. Mm So they decide to become a rap duo or rap group. I'm like, a rap group? Isn't that more than two people? Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Now, we also see the people they know and encounter on a day-by-day basis, including Mia's baby daddy, Mia's best friends who either hate or don't remember Shauna, Shauna's law school long-distance boyfriend, he's going to NYU, and her concierge colleague who has a questionable way of doing his job just like her. What could go wrong? Hmm. So stylistically, rap <laughs> leverages all the things you can do on or with a phone. Okay. Think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Thematically, it shines a light on the grift economy and a lack of accountability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overall, this is a well-produced, well, well-produced, <laughs> where there isn't a lot of talking look at everything that's threatening to destroy society as we know it mm-hmm. along with some other stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> it's like Issa ray's response to claws or p valley along with a sprinkle of she's gotta have it so if all of that appeals to you this is your show or think of it this way 
if Insecure was for older millennials, this is for older Gen Zers. Whoever it's for, I need a shower. Or, okay. Or green juice. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> Rapish. All right. On to our TV. Whatever TV. happened of just getting a job and doing it well and not complaining and then eventually moving up. I don't care if you go to work at McDonald's. Put your paper hat on. Have a smile on your face. Do that for six months. You're going to be assistant manager. Go watch Coming to America. What did Louis Anderson say? <laughs> he's on the. He's moving up to the fries. I think <laughs> he was started with the lettuce. Kanye summarized it for us this week. He's mopping floors. Next week it's the fly, fries. Stick by his side. Which is an appropriate song to bring up in this context. <laughs> listen, listen, though. I mean, you know the dude's ball, and yeah, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So you know if this is your show. Next <laughs> show on the 18th birthday, he found out it wasn't his. That's one of the greatest lines. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not with the lyrics. Oh I'm not even gonna go down. Yeah, that's not funny. There. We shouldn't be laughing at that. No, we should After 18 laugh. years of paying support, I find out it's not mine. We're gonna have a problem. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, see, I was I was I wasn't gonna go down, but I'm like, can't you like apply for like a rebate or something? No. No. Let's not go there. Not no. Oh. Sometimes now you can fight it, but sometimes legally, if you are like on the birth certificate. Even if afterward you find out it's not yours, if you do a paternity test, mm -hmm. you can still be on the hook. Oh well, that's a different podcast. Yes, we're gonna re refocus and get back to TV shows. <laughs> All right, so TV show season finales. So no. you're about to get me saying stuff that like a cancellation is coming. I feel the scythe of cancellation right over my head. I will always keep you back on, get you back on track. Do not worry uh -huh. about that. Sure, you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, TV season finale, The Old Man, um, brought to us by FX, and this is the end of um, season one, and if this is your show, you can be excited because it's been renewed for season two. Now, Critic, how did season one end, and will you be watching season two happily? Mm. Look at that happily adverb you put on there. Now, this is co-created by Jonathan E. Steinberg and Robert Levine, based on the book of the same title by Thomas Perry. It's starring Jeff Bridgers and John Lithgow. I mean, you know, all kinds of people are in this thing. Benga Akinagbe, uh, Amy Brenneman, Alia Shawkat. So at the end, we're left really with two questions overall, narratively. Who is the old man? What do they mean by that title? And how do you contend with the past if what you think you know is a lie? Mm. Now, as we discussed during my review of the opening episodes, Jeff plays a former CIA agent who's being hunted for a particular reason. He has his dogs by his side and eventually a mysterious woman who's played by Amy Brenneman. There's also his connection to a bigwig at the FBI played by John Lithgow who's after him, or is he after him? Along with John's protege, who's played by Alia. 
And of course, as the season progresses, everything gets tangled up in ways you may or may not expect. Who exactly are all these people? Now, this show works best when they explore how the characters' chickens are coming home to roost, and when they play with audience expectations, injected with shocking, and I mean shocking violence. Otherwise, when we get to episode four, and five, and six, it all devolves into obscure philosophizing while assassins are on the loose. Why do I want to hear all this talking? It like gives me like, you know, echoes of Game of Thrones. You know, swords on the hip, sitting down, talking, talking. I'm sorry to trigger people with Game of Thrones. I'm moving forward from that, sorry. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. <laughs> and because of that, <laughs> laughing at myself, ridiculous. Because of that, by the time they get to the end of the sixth episode and go back to some action, the question is this, is it too little, too late, and too fleeting? <laughs> what do you think? There's too much telling, not enough showing, especially when it comes to why these military and CIA trained men are so enamored with these women. I didn't know why. I mean, fine by me if you develop the basis for their behavior by showing us why. They don't. So here's my recommendation. If you want to be teased with action and spurts and plenty of questions without answers as a faint for laborious conversations shoved into the mouths of a few wonderful actors and other actors who are pretty good, you'll get more than you can stand from the old man. I'm old, I am ugly, I embarrass you. You are ashamed of me. You are ashamed. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> we got a song for all of these, look at that. We do, but guess what guys, one thing we are not ashamed of is to ask you to buy us a coffee. Uh oh, look at that, look at that segue. Look at that. <laughs> So if you have not heard, um, podcasting is is usually a passion project. And so a lot of the work that's being done is done for you. And the support, support from you is always very, very appreciated. And if you find value in the work that we're doing, you can always buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash why <laughs> watch that and if you're a more I was visual, nervous wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> if you're a more visual person <laughs> there you have it right there <laughs> gotta keep the suspense going uh, yes yes and guess what credit will also take popcorn or tea oh well, will I okay yeah <laughs> Guys, so again, if you want to support our show, you can always do it at buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that. Yes. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. So we're going to head into the TV sneak peeks. um, And our first one on the list is another um, property from good old Netflix called Keep Breathing. Now, Critic, what's Keep Breathing about? Who should be watching this show? 
Yeah, and it's co-created by Martin Garrow and Brendan Gall, uh, starring Melissa Barrera, really. Barrera. I want to say it that way. Really, she's the main star here with some other people sprinkled in. So she plays a high-powered attorney. And this high-powered attorney has to get somewhere important immediately. Mm -hmm. But her flight has been canceled. Mm -hmm. Sounds familiar. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, nowadays, doesn't it? (laughs) As a result, she begs her way onto a private plane with a pilot who seems nonplussed with her and his photographer passenger who seems more amused. But why is she in such a rush? Where is she going so urgently? Well, it's of a personal note, and it doesn't seem pleasant. However, that cannot compare to what's about to happen because her hastily chartered flight is going to end smack dab in the middle of Canadian water. So she'll have to figure out how to survive on an undisclosed beach by an undisclosed forest until the rescuers arrive. But what about the two guys who were on the same flight with her? And does anyone even know that they need to be rescued? She'll have to battle the elements and her troubled past, which includes a a recent liaison with a colleague and her complicated relationship with her parents, Mm -hmm. if she's going to survive long enough to find out. Okay, while watching this, I immediately thought of Alone producer which i've been talking to you Mm -hmm. about and it's a reality survival series if you've never seen it on the history channel in comparison this show makes surviving alone seem like a cakewalk Mm. but it doesn't really matter whether keep breathing is believable or not and it's not because Mm. it's not that kind of show again it's co-created by martin garrow of all people who brought us blind spot Mm. on nbc you know Woman wakes up with memory loss, has all these tattoos, that show. So instead, what matters is whether this can hold your attention. Now, the longest episode out of just six has under 40 minutes of action without credits. A great thing. However, the flashbacks drag, which made it hard for me to connect with the central character. After all, the survival stuff, while a bit facile, is where it's at. And while that combination results in a show that's better than it should be, it's still not quite good enough because the backstory is familiar in a dull sort of way, which becomes flat out boring by the end. Mm -hmm. And there isn't enough action or thrilling moments to compensate. So check this out. If you want to watch a character survive without Mm -hmm. a real sense of danger post crash and revisit past regrets in the style of a milk toast primetime drama. If you enjoy languishing and, oh, look at what my parents did to me. And no new, I'm I'm too damaged to be loved storylines. You've come to the right place. Otherwise, just watch alone to get much closer to the real thing. Ain't nothing but the real thing, baby. Ain't nothing. Mm -hmm. I like the way you ended that. Ain't nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's better than it should be. Like, I expected this to be, ugh, I'm not even talking about it. Mm. I finished it. Okay. But... Mm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Uh, next sneak peek we have for you also. Um, oh, and by the way, if you don't know, um, what is this? Keep Breathing is available, premieres on Netflix on uh, July 28th. Um, next, we have another one from Netflix premiering on July 29th by the name of Uncoupled. 
Now, what's, what's this about? Who should be watching it, Critic? So it's co-created by Darren Starr, yes, him, and Jeffrey Richman, starring Neil Patrick Harris, Tisha Campbell, Brooks Ashmanonskis, and others. Emerson Brooks is in here. Marsha Gay Harden pops up. Mm. Tuck Watkins does as well. And on and on and on and on and on. So Neil plays this guy who is in a 17-year relationship uh, with his partner. And the partner says, I'm done with you. I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Out of the blue. Mm -hmm. Neil doesn't know why. Now he's in real estate. His business partner is played by Tisha. You know, so they have that kind of banter back and forth. And he has to try to figure out why he's been left. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason? Is there a way to revitalize the relationship? Or does he need to move forward? Plus, he's in his late 40s now. So what's that going to be like for him re-entering the dating scene? Mm -hmm. He has friends. We've seen this kind of show before. Mm -hmm. So to start my review, let's discuss some other shows from co-creator Darren Star, shall we? Number sure. one, Sex in the City. Mm. In that show, Carrie was the perfect guide to an enviable and comical version of Upper Crust Manhattan. And even if you didn't like her, she had three distinctive friends to choose from. Is that what's going on here? Mm. We also have Younger. In that show, Liza turns 40, another 40 story, and pretends to be in her 20s to restart her career in life. Hmm. Now, the premise itself is entertaining, and the execution was spot on for much of the series, though not at the end. And then there's stuff like Emily in Paris, also on Netflix, which is a wrong-headed fantasy, but at least it's a fantasy. In this show, Neil alternates between talking too much and wallowing in myriad complaints so much that you feel for his partner of 17 years who left him seemingly out of nowhere, to him. To any viewer who's half awake, and to the couple's one-time therapist, you'd want to follow his partner out the door. Watch me now. Mm. I draw a line. <laughs> you'll stick to your side and I'll stick to mine. Never, ever cross this line. <clears throat> and then, <laughs> I'm going to get some help right after this episode. Yeah. Worry, <laughs> I'm going to get some help. That's good. And then, his friends are neither distinctive nor entertaining. If Tisha Campbell, of all people, manages to provide nothing, mm. that's what you've given her. Girlfriend, mm. yoo-hoo. <laughs> Boomerang, just go watch her. Same thing goes for Marsha Gay Harden. Mm. It's hollow and deflating. That's the experience. And it's a combination, of course, that couldn't possibly work for a fantasy. A romantic fantasy can be hollow, i.e. Emily in Paris, but it certainly can't be deflating and hollow if the goal is to satisfy anyone except for the most desperate among us. Mm. Now, those were my thoughts after the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> after the second, I was still uninvolved, but a little less annoyed. Mm. But how about you? I mean, if you find yourself desperate for another Darren Star production that seems to have been written by a sleepwalker, this is for you. I'd rather it be boldly and perhaps purposely terrible, like early Melrose Place, also from Darren, than annoyingly empty. Hmm. All right. 
Cool. Yep. Next up on our... We've gone through, like, in order, I guess, for Netflix. The Gray Man is the best of the three. Yeah. Then Keep Breathing, probably. And definitely yeah. last for me is Uncoupled. Uncoupled. Okay. I want to uncouple from what I saw. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move into something, uh, maybe... And keep it keep it on the surface right with a show from, mm, keep it <laughs> a show from apple tv plus by the name of surface that uh also premieres on july the 29th so uh critic tell us about surface who should be watching us what did yeah. you think yeah and it's created by veronica west uh starring gugu mbatara uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen, Stefan James, Ari Grainer, Marianne Jean Baptiste, Francois Arnaud, and Millie Brady. Hmm. So we're in San Francisco. Hmm. Embrace yourselves because five months ago, Sophie, played by Gugu, tried to take her life. Hmm. She jumped off a ferry. Okay. Now she's dealing with the ensuing memory loss. Mm -hmm. Like her long-term memory, gone. She doesn't remember anything before the dive or even the dive itself. Mm -hmm. So to help with that, she's working with a therapist played by Marianne Jean-Baptiste as she re-enters society. And this is upper crust wealthy society. I mean, they got a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You know, money where, oh, hey, can you lend me like five million? Let me move some stuff around. Cool. Fun. Fun times. <laughs> but things start to change after she's approached by Thomas Beaton, played by Stefan, who suggests that there's more to the story. It does get a little interesting in that moment. Now, this knowledge threatens to upend everything Sophie's fighting to hold on to, namely her relationships with her husband, James played by Oliver, who seems uptight, but that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. And her best friend Caroline, played by Ari, who seems supportive but shallow. Is their friendship just about doing frivolous things? There's also James's best friend Harrison, played by Francois, who doesn't seem to be impressed with Sophie. Why not? Most importantly, though, the main questions are these. Can Sophie get her memory back? What will she discover in the attempt? Is she now living a lie? And if so, why? All right. So this show moves forward very deliberately. But I didn't find that off-putting, actually. Hmm. It was interesting enough through the first two episodes. But I did want them to turn up the tension. I'm like, it's flat. It's flat. Hmm. Build it like a fire. Go for it early on. Like, let's get to it. Also, not everything lands in the acting department because not everything's smooth in the writing department. Mm -hmm. But Gugu keeps things going during the occasional lapses, I would say, or not so occasional lapses. Really, she's the reason to watch this. And then starting in about episode four, there was a little spark, especially at the end of that episode, that strengthened as the end of the season drew near. So all in all, I say that this is a worthwhile experience for people who like lower key psychological thrillers that get all twisted up in the end. Also, don't forget, this is not a limited series. Mm, okay. 
Okay. All right. Well, Et voila. Okay. Surface is available again. What is that? July 29th. The uh, first three episodes will be available for YouTube. Yeah. Apple TV Plus. Dig into on Apple TV Plus. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Why Watch That? Uh, the Musical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give you a song for Surface, though. See that? Look at that. So what is it? The review. We won't call it a musical. It'll be the review. Ah, okay. <laughs> For a musical review. Um, and yeah, until next time. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That. And on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going. <laughs>